Hello, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to Jay Ashe's Ageless Remedy. I am your lovely host, Jay Ashe. You can find me on Instagram at O-F-F-I-C-I-A-L.J-H-A-I-A-S-E. You can also find and listen to my music on SoundCloud.com slash official Jay Ashe. Same spelling. So I do hope that all of you guys are having a love and light and blessed filled day. I'm thankful for all of you that take the time out to listen and tune in to Jay Ashe's Ageless Remedy. I am so, 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 so grateful. And today I wanted to do some poetry with you guys and I'm about to share uh, a poem with you guys called Riddle Me Jazz. So I do hope that you guys enjoy and today is day 15 of sobriety. So (laughs) almost at that 20 day mark y'all it has not been easy but I'm moving along moving along so (laughs) let's get into today's episode. We are now sailing off jazz will be the home of my 20s sulking sitting at a bar waiting for the right man to love me pressured by his pain within to hug life into me like a hero who saves the day, reminiscing on yesteryear when nothing mattered, but jazz and the joy of our happy tears combined, forming a blessing in disguise. You decide if where you've been and where you're going is where your true happiness lies. Time is all we have. So riddle me jazz as we cry, then laugh the pain away and drink wine. Make love until our hairs turn gray. We've always only known forever. So riddle me jazz. Let's be together. (laughs) Riddle me jazz. Riddle me jazz. Good morning, blues. Blues, how do you do? How do you do? How do you Good do? Good morning, blues. Blues, how do you do? How do you do? How they do might you feel do? All right, but I come to worry you. <laughs> Riddle me jazz. 
go out with me Where do me jazz? I do hope that you guys enjoyed uh, <laughs> that poem that I did for you guys called Riddle Me Jazz, of course, written by yours truly, by your lovely host, Jay Ashe, um, here on uh, Jay Ashe's Ageless Remedy. I'm sending all of you guys so much love, light, peace, and healing energy. So I also wanted to touch on... A dream that I had um, last night. And it was so interesting. You know, I have been finding a lot of healing in water on this journey of sobriety that I've been in. And um, it's been really interesting for me because... It's like I've been having this strong desire to just be in water, really. And, you know, water is very, it's water is here to quench our thirst. Okay, water is here to, you know, heal the cracks of our skin. It's here to nourish and replenish us, okay? Give us energy, okay? Fuel. And um, I've been finding such comfort in water. And, you know, I just take the time to bask in it as I shower and things of that nature. And I take my time. You know, I don't rush, you know, and I sit there and I pray and I meditate and um, I ask God to anoint me. And it's interesting because, you know, we would think that we cannot be anointed with shower water, you know, but I feel like it is the I how can I explain this? It's 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 the belief. It is the strong belief and faith of that water to actually anoint you i mean it, it it came from somewhere you know we have it and we are able to clean ourselves with it that's what it's for and so i'd like to think of it every time as i let the water run over my head that i am being anointed and i feel that way every single day that i do shower um, because I do like to take long showers and I like to sit in the tub and I like the water to just fall over my head. And, you know, I would bow in submission 
to God, the divine, the universe, the higher power, and just thanking him for the nourishment of the water, thanking God. Well, I don't, I don't know if, if God is a man or a woman. I don't know. You know, I just believe God to be a higher power, you know, a spirit that is bigger than myself, who works, you know, beyond what is outside of my control. And, you know, someone who, a, a spirit that is able to put the pieces of the puzzle of my life together that I cannot. And a lot of this has a lot to do with surrendering to the divine. And I'm speaking on this because the word stillness came into my mind as I was in the shower. You know, stillness and I took that in account, you know, as spirit telling me to be still, you know, now is the time to be still. Now is also the time for deep emotional healing. And um, I do feel that strongly, okay, within the community, the global community, because of everything that's happening, okay, um, black death is trending, Okay, so we're not going to overlook that because that is a fact. Um, and there are a lot of people dying in the world right now. You know, not just black people, but black death is trending. <laughs> okay, um, and this is just to give some of you awareness of what is happening within the black community if you have been unaware and I feel like as much as we all do want to separate ourselves from each other because of our own biased opinions and beliefs it's really the time for us to come together as one unify and connect to restore balance and harmony you know and um, it's not easy. It's not going to be easy. But this was the mission that the divine, the universe, the higher power, whatever you believe in, has honestly set forth for us. You know, I mean, yes, we have all branched off into our own individual belief systems. But when you think about it, we all believe in something that is bigger and greater than us. And that is something that ultimately brings us together. Subconsciously, whether we are aware of it or not. You know, we get into these groups with people who believe in the same thing that we believe in. But that is. That's becoming unified. That's unification. And we separate ourselves from the different groups external from the group that we're in because they believe in something different, but is 
the same as believing in something greater and bigger than themselves. Something that is much more powerful. I think the difference is in the morals, the principles, the rules, the regulations, and the restrictions. I think that is what separates us from each other within these uh, within these religious sects and groups. You know what I mean? Um, and... It's interesting to me because I think at the end of the day, what we are all aiming to achieve is harmony in some way, shape or form, you know, and I don't think many of us really know what that looks like. We just know that that's something that we want, you know. We just know that that we want that security, that stability. That's why we all come together. And we have to get out of that notion and idea that because another group, you know, has a different set of rules, regulations, restrictions, morals, and principles that maybe they don't deserve that harmony or, you know, I feel, I don't know, you know, I feel, I do know, I do know, but I say I don't know because, you know, I mean, this is why I've always personally had, have had a conflict with church because, you know, I stopped going to church when I was 16 years old. I stopped going to church when I was 16 years old. And that's because a uh, a specific event took place. Okay, there was a fight that happened at my church. I got into a fight. And it I didn't want to fight. You know, it was kind of like a setup, to be honest. And at 16 years old, going there from a little girl, okay, um, a baby, pretty much, it was difficult to really witness me having a fight in church like I never thought that that could happen or that that could take place ever you know I I never would have thought that that was something that God would allow to happen in his house to happen in the house of the Lord you know um and so and when I was speaking to my mother the other day I told my mom, I said, I got kicked out. I got kicked out of church. She said, no, you left. And I had to sit back and really think about it because I did leave. I did leave because I felt like God wasn't there. I felt like God didn't protect me. I felt like God had forgotten about me, you know? And I asked God why he would let, you know, people, you know, want to just hurt me the way that they did that night. And it was youth night, you know, youth night was always on Friday's night. That's that's when we would go out and, you know, we would do different, you know, activities 
okay it, it could be bible study it could be choir rehearsal or you know it would it would just be youth night you know where all the kids of the church get together and we just do different fun activities inside of the social hall and you know <laughs> I guess at 16 years old during that fight I expected God to show up and show out for me and that wasn't the case that's not what happened and um I do think that my life would have been a lot more different if I would have stayed in church, if I didn't leave, if I didn't allow, you know, the negative people within the church to hold me back from, you know, building that relationship with God. And, um, but that's okay because everything happens for a reason. You know, but once I left church, that's when I started getting into more of the the secular world. And I started to explore, you know, um, I started smoking. Um, I started partying more. Um, I became a lot more edgy, you know. Even though there was always still that innocence that people saw in me when they met me you know and I still always felt that way I still always felt like that little girl you know um that just wanted that security and you know over the years I had grown to resent my mother a lot until I realized that all those times my mother was trying to talk to me and teach me i didn't i didn't want to listen because 99.9% of the time she was right and i would then later realize and understand that after learning my lesson and i'm thankful you know, I stopped resenting my mother because it wasn't her, it was me. I was trying to blame her. And then I realized that it was me that I had to take accountability and responsibility for. And it wasn't easy, but it was a part of my healing and my growth. And I, and I know that that's what God wanted for me. And I knew that God knew eventually that is something that I would see. And so, you know, I'm 23, and I'm not that same 16-year-old girl lost in the world. Interesting enough, I still think that if I was going to church, you know, at 16, and I still, you know, if if I'd never allowed them to, you know, make me feel pushed out of my church to leave, I probably would have still had my virginity, you know, (laughs) going to Catholic high school and losing my virginity before I, I got married will always be two of my biggest regrets. And that's why, um, the reason I say going to Catholic high school is because I turned down my acceptance to go to professional performance and arts high school and as you all know i am a singer a songwriter okay um i am a creative storyteller a poet 
And so I had the opportunity to really live my dreams. And it's not that I still can't because I'm 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 pushing, you know, but um I feel like you know a lot would have been different if I did go to professional performance and arts high school instead of Catholic high school. And you know, if I stayed in church in 16 and not allow people to make me feel like I had to leave church, you know, I do believe that I wouldn't have, you know, involved myself with, you know, so many different men, you know, wanting that comfort, wanting that security, that I was really, I I really desired that from God, I did, I wanted that, I got it from my dad, my dad, you know, I was a daddy's girl, my father took care of me, I was lucky to have a father in my life, and, um, you know, I saw the relationship that my mother and father had. And um, I wanted that. But my problem was is that, you know, I thought anytime I liked someone, you know, they were the one and they weren't. I was so naive to think that because of the love, the unconditional love that I was giving out to people, I would get it back. And, you know, it ended up with me being used and left behind. And, you know, these are all things that, you know, I understand now that I'm older. I have grown to be much more wise. And um, I see that I had to go through certain things in order to be the woman that I am today. And it's interesting that I would even get to this point with you guys and explaining all of this. It is 7.17 p.m. and it is July 7th the seventh month, the seventh day. But I had to <laughs> break that into y'all. Um, but you know, <sighs> I feel like there is a lot happening in the world and I feel like the old earth is dying away and so many of us are wanting that healing, that peace, that calmness within our lives, you know. And um, I just want to leave off with one message and let you guys know that the obstacles and the challenges that you face in life, those struggles, they do not take away from your worth. You are still worth it every single time. And I want you to know that. Um, I'm sending you all so much love, light, peace, and healing energy. Uh, something is telling me to just let you guys know to um, drink some more water. Okay, maybe take longer showers, meditate a little bit in the water. Um, go out to the pool, take a swim. 
really allow the water to open your emotional body up to release so that you can flow and just have that fluidity within your life where there's no force, there's no pull, there's no push, there's no resistance. Just flow, creating that balance and harmony that you want. And so um, I'm sending you all so much love, light, peace, and healing energy. Thank you all for tuning in to today's episode. I love you all so much, unconditionally. And don't forget, you can find me on Instagram at official.jashe. That is O-F-F-I-C-I-A-L dot J-H-A-I-A-S-E. You can also find and listen to my music on soundcloud.com slash officialjashe. We are now sailing off.